This is Leslie. And this is Liam, and we're trading money stress for real happiness. You are listening to Seeds, a 15-minute debrief on young people's common money challenges. Every episode will bring someone new to the table to plant that foundational seed on how to grow our wealth and unlock our ideal lifestyles. We are so, so glad you're here. And today we have Samir Goyle and Abby Wamimo based in New York, and we're excited to have them as they're both co-founders of Asusu, an incredible fintech platform, and I, I will let them introduce that uh, in their own words. But we're excited to have them on as we're talking about saving, just general money management tips as well, and how to integrate technology to do so. We wanted to ask, you know, our podcast is focused on planting the seed to help trade that money stress for real happiness. What does happiness mean to both of you? And how are you using finances to get there? Hey, Leslie. Hey, Liam. This is Samir speaking. Thanks so much for having us on. It's a real pleasure to be here with you. Uh, in regards to your question, I personally, I look at happiness as a set of choices, really specifically around who you get to spend your time with how you spend your time and where you spend your time. And for me, I'm always thinking about how I can use my personal finances or my money to ensure that I spend time with people I love, doing work that gives meaning to me and uh, where I wanna be spending my time. And so it's always a trade-off of where my time goes. And that's really the correlation that I, I take with personal finances. Hey, Leslie, hey, Liam, Abby co-founder is Susu. Thank you so much for having us on. For me, when we think about happiness, it's all about living the life that I've been created to live on this earth. And particularly on personal finance, the way I think about it is life is a marathon, not a race. So when it comes practically, it's all about taking those little steps, contributing on a daily basis to really reach that goal we're trying to achieve which is building wealth and not taking shortcuts from a personal finance standpoint. So that's it for me. It's all about putting your money where your mouth is and understanding little drops of water makes a mighty ocean. And that's how we amass wealth. I mean, I feel like- I love that. Love it. And that visual itself of just little drops of water every single day. If you can get up and do the same thing, trust in your strategy, trust in your gut. It applies to fitness. It applies to life. It applies to your money. So guys, baby steps, yeah, baby steps. Thank you so much for being on. And I think it's especially helpful to have both of your perspective here as we had a write in from a listener specific, specifically around savings in general. And they said, you know, 2019 was not the best year for me savings wise. I had initially wanted to start my nest egg of $1,000 for emergencies, but being my first year making an actual salary, a lot of unforeseen expenses came up. I know having a solid base is important, but I'd love to hear about how real people are actually seeing progress. Like, should I be setting reminders on my phone, using apps? What an incredible mm -hmm. and very relatable question here that I'm sure many of mm -hmm. us have thought of. And Samir, Abby, I'm curious to hear what your initial thoughts are. Like, where would you where would you start off if this was you? You were trying to save that thousand dollars for 2019, and you didn't quite get there. What a thoughtful question, and uh, you know, I think from my standpoint, it really comes down to three things. I think the first is that, you know, saving never gets easier, right? It's always hard. There's always going to be things that come up. And so it's as, it's really important to try to automate some sort of behavior around saving. 
you know, maybe, you know, in the past that could be done manually, putting away $5 every day, every week, every month, whatever kind of is reasonable. Um, today that can be done through apps and technology. I think the second thing is, and what a lot of people f forget is, it's, it's actually what Abby had mentioned earlier. It's all about small steps. One of the things that we take pride in here at Asusu is kind of meeting people where they're at. And I think that that's an approach that you need to take within yourself too. If saving a thousand dollars is just too much to kind of think about at once, maybe you got to break it down into something more relatable. Maybe what is feasible is saving a dollar a day. But, you know, within three years, you get to a thousand dollars. Maybe maybe you can save two dollars a day. Maybe you can save ten dollars a month. So it's really all about finding a way to make uh, to meet yourself where you're at. And then I think the, the third thing is really finding some form of accountability. And that's one of the kind of core premises of our original savings platform is, you know, having folks save together as a group. One, because it creates that sense of accountability and peer pressure. It's really hard to do things alone. But when you have other people that are kind of in that fight with you, collectively, you can do a lot more than you think. So those are some of uh, my initial thoughts after hearing that. I'm sure Abby has some great additions as well. Yeah, Abby, go ahead. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks a lot, Samir. And that's a fantastic point. But one of the ways I usually like to think about a big saving goal is just think about the numbers. So your goal is to save $1,000, right? If you're able to save $83 every month, or if you break it down every day, 83 divided by 30, that's $2.70 every day. That's the amount you spend on a Starbucks coffee. Mm. So you have to think about saving as investing in yourself, and you do that math, and you put putting that money aside on a monthly basis, leveraging mobile applications to automate the process, and making sure you put that money aside before you know it, that $1,000 is going to be in place. One of the other things we need to also put in, um, put it, um, get at the back of our minds as from a saving perspective is really considering having consequences for pulling that automated savings out. So from an ASUS perspective, if you're saving on our platform and you want to pull your savings out, we have a $25 penalty fee. So it's, it is really simple. Thinking about the mathematics of the equation of saying $2.70 a day, which accounts for $83.30 every month. And if you do it consistently, you have $1,000. Yeah, definitely. Abby, such, and Samir, such great insight here into some of the reasons why saving is tough and then also how to get around that, that uh, that difficulty. One of the things that comes to mind for me, though, is the unforeseen expenses, which are kind of ironically here as we're trying to save for an emergency fund, right? Which Liam and I have defined a couple of times as that mm. pot that you're able to go back to in case something happens you weren't expecting. And in this case, unforeseen expenses like helping family, moving. I mean, I can resonate with that really, really on a personal level. And so I'm curious, Liam or, or Abby or Samir, have, have any of you kind of run into a situation where you did have to, you know, pivot from something that was more structural, something that was more uh, automated in, in some way? And if so, how did you, how did you guys adapt? <laughs> yeah, that's... Samir, that's a, Samir go ahead. Yeah, that's that's a great one. Um, you know, I think uh, when Abby and I left our corporate jobs to focus on Asusu, that was a very, you know, financially challenging time for us and also one that's relatively recent. Um, and, you know, 
essentially we had maybe you know a couple thousand dollars in savings some ira money and whatnot and because we were trying to build a business and we weren't really earning any money it really became about how do you stop the bleeding and like (laughs) we were it was just like whatever it took and like we really got scrappy i remember there's a few things that i did one was starbucks has a deal where if you bring back the same cup of coffee you can get a free refill so every day i would take a cup of Starbucks coffee, sometimes from a couple of days before and go to Starbucks and get my free refill and do that over. So I didn't pay money for coffee. You know, another thing was uh, turning my apartment into a Airbnb type situation. So that way I could cover most of my rent expenses and um, and health insurance costs and any of those things. And so, you know, when unexpected things happen, you know, it's great to say, like, be really preventative, like build up a great savings eggs and you know, frankly, that's ideal. You know, if people are able Mm -hmm. to build up a nest egg, that's ideal, but sometimes that's not possible. And so what you want to do is first focus on how do you stop the bleeding? How do you reduce expenses? How do you find ways to, you know, leverage, you know, maybe you have friends or family or other people who can help out to make sure that you're not spending as much. And then when you're able to track and monitor those expenses and get those down, then you can start to think a little bit more proactively about how do you rebound and start getting back to savings. I think to continue using the fitness metaphor, um, one of the mistakes that happens is people will be working out consistently and then they'll have a day where they mess up, they miss the gym, they eat a lot of junk food, and then some people are able to go back to the gym the next day and just keep on powering through, and then some people kind of fall off the wagon, right? And what's really important is when you have that setback, you need to dig down deep and find that resolve that you have and like continue on the path. Like all of us will face setbacks, but what I've found is particularly important is you've built good habits, you'll have a setback, but make sure you kind of return to those good habits. Stop the bleeding and get back into those good saving habits. And then eventually you'll kind of uh, kind of continue to grow. It's like what Abby said, life is a marathon. And so we all face setbacks. It's about how you respond and how you get back up. Man, I it's feel like Samir, yeah, you, I feel like you just called me out <laughs> on the working out yeah, thing. Yeah, right? I'm 100% the like, Love hmm, five guys looks good right now. Okay, I'm not going to go to the gym for two more weeks. All right, a month <laughs> later. Can you yeah, get right. back into it? But Liam, I know you're an expert, especially in the fitness kind of dedication too. <laughs> you're talking me up too much, Leslie. No, but <laughs> Samir, what stuck out with how you initially reacted to that question was not this, I think this misconception we get is, okay, I need to increase my income, right? My earnings, I need to increase this to be able to do X, Y, Z. The first two things you mentioned in that example were cutting two expenses out, one being rent, one being something as little as your daily cup of coffee, Mm. right? And I think that's such an interesting way to go about it. Um, And something that a lot of people need to realize when you are starting to budget for, okay, how much can I, automate these um, these investments, the savings, how much can go in each day. Think about those little wins, those little savings, that reusing that Starbucks cup. Awesome, I just saved $3 right there. I will save $3 every day by doing this. And that means I should be able to, I guess, deposit $21 every week, just right there with cutting an expense, right? And that's gonna compound and grow. Um, I, I feel like it's a trend on this podcast today, reoccurring theme to do a fitness comparison. So let's see, <laughs> I guess, I guess for people that are trying to maybe lose weight and get in better shape and they think they need to be doing more cardio, 
where a big part of it, of, of getting that, that tone is, is your diet, right? Right. So you can't think of it just as, oh, okay, I need to earn more money. I need to do more cardio. No, I need to have a balanced diet. I need to cut expenses, right? So that's, uh, that's the best I just came up with on the spot there for the fitness comparison. <laughs> well, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's funny ahead. the way I, I think about it is um, you have people who earn a lot of money who still have no savings, right? There's people who earn a couple hundred mm -hmm. thousand dollars a year who still have more expenses um, than earnings. And so, you know, it, it's not necessarily only about making more money, but it's also about how you manage the money you do make. And, you know, obviously there's only so much you can do with cutting expenses, but that's often a piece of the puzzle that people forget about, maybe because it's a little less sexy than, you know, just making a, you know, a couple hundred thousand more in cash. Well, I feel like we've really planted the seed on this topic of where to start once you get a little bit more discretionary income with saving and automating payments. Um, so, I, I mean, as you know, our podcast here is is focused on planting that seeds that can then grow and otherwise inspire its own wealth journey. Do we have any actionable takeaways here, team, where these seeds can then become plants? Um, Abby, you want to kick us off? Thanks a lot, Liam. I've got two takeaways for everyone. Number one is really thinking about saving as it's not about how fast, but how well. You need to continue to think about saving as an approach whereby you're taking the journey step by step, really thinking about that little drops of water and how you can make a mighty ocean. And number two is really thinking about the power of collective. There's an African saying, if you want to go fast, you go alone. But if you want to go far, you fundamentally go together. Because fundamentally, our futures are inextricably tied together. So you need a group of people keep you accountable to make sure you're reaching and realizing your saving potential. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Samir, thanks, you Liam. Wanted, you wanted, yeah. Thanks, Liam. You know, I think I have a couple takeaways from this conversation as well for our listeners. One is saving is also all about tracking where you're spending. And if you have a good understanding of how you're spending money, you can really start to see the small incremental changes that you can make in your day-to-day -day routine to ensure that you have more income that you can put towards saving. And um, really the second thing is if you fall off the wagon, it's, it's okay. You just need to get back on track. Everyone will have setbacks. Maybe you're saving for 10 days in a row and then you have a day where you make an expense. Remember what's important is how you react to that small setback. Do you get back on track or do you fall off the wagon? You know, it's all about kind of consistency and putting in more and more reps. I plain and simple, plus one to tracking the expenses. Don't think only of, oh, I need more income. Wait, no, let's actually create more discretionary income by cutting some expenses. I love that, guys. Absolutely love it. And, and I, I think that's a lesson for all of us looking to improve our financial journeys as well as our wealth and our health and fitness journeys at the same time. <laughs> wealth and health. Look out for our next podcast. No, I'm completely kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. But, but no, I'm, I'm sad to wrap up this topic for now. I do want to take a moment and celebrate an incredible real growth moment from another one of our listeners. This Tell one is from it. Chris. Chris in New York City, maybe a neighbor of, of the folks <laughs> we have on right now. But um, 
but anyway, so so Chris reached out and um, slid into our DMs, if you will. <laughs> and he, so Chris actually planned on paying off his uh, student loans in the next two years. And he recently came across Reed's episode, um, on, which launched, I think we launched that one about a week, or I'm sorry, about a month ago, on, on student loans and what to consider. After listening, Chris went to a few of the resources and looked at refinancing, and he got that interest rate down where he now thinks he can move that goal from a two-year payout to close to a year and a half. So saving himself, best case scenario, fingers crossed, nearly six months um, of interest expenses that he would otherwise have been paying it off. So Chris, tip of the cap, that's awesome to hear. Chris. Chris, you're the real MVP. You're the real MVP. Like Chris Congrats. is, yeah. Chris, the inspiration yeah. out here. We love you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and we honestly love bringing up these stories because it's not just Chris, it's not just Samir and Abby, and it's not just me and Liam beginning our wealth journeys and seeking happiness in real time. So, listeners, thank you so much for joining us and continuing to share your challenges as well as your growth moments. Yes, glad you mentioned that. Go to the link in our Seeds podcast description. Share your experiences with us. We'd love to help you achieve your goals and obviously celebrate you when you do, like Chris. Seriously, can't wait to be part of that journey. So in the meantime, subscribe to Seeds to stay up with our community as we collectively pursue happiness. And lastly, Samir, Abby, thanks for weighing in on our topic and bringing your FinTech expertise to savings, cutting expenses, tracking, automating, Uh, Always love chatting with you. Where can listeners follow up and keep up with your journeys? Thanks, uh, Leslie. Thanks, uh, Liam. Really appreciate you having us on as well. You know, just to keep up with the Susu, I'd recommend listeners go to the mobile app store, Android, uh, Google Play, or iOS, and check out our apps. We have an Asusu savings app and a Susu rent Mm. app. Um, And then as for myself, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn or shoot me an email at samir at samirgoyle.com, probably linked in the show notes as well. Um, I'll pass it over mm-hmm. to Abby. Yep. Yes, Samir covered majority of um, you know, our, our company's websites. You can reach out to me on LinkedIn, when we more Abby, and then from an email perspective, feel free to reach me at abbey at asusu.org. Always happy to help. We're all in this together. Let's keep saving and building that wealth and health. Could not have said it better myself. Oh my gosh. Asusu, check it out. It's going to be in the show notes. (laughs) Check it out, guys. (laughs) Samir, Abby, thanks. We're signing off. Signing off. Talk to you next week. Thank you.